potatoes. Boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. It's not actually potatoes. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Things They Got Wrong, your general trivia podcast with a healthy dose of internet and media things. I'm Ryan Bott. I'm Rachel Miller. I'm Stuart Hopkins. It's 34 degrees in Chicago. (laughs) You're just true avatar state. My dexterity has not leveled up for quite some time. (laughs) My dexterity has gone down, if anything. (laughs) Yeah. Dex checks. Constitution saving throw. There are like 10,000 fly eggs that are all about to hatch. (laughs) Vicious mockery as well. You stupid fly, I will destroy you. Smack. You are nothing. Wasn't it grandma who who swallowed a fly? Yeah, it was. I know an old lady swallowed a fly. An old lady, and she lives in the shoe, doesn't she? Generic, <laughs> not family-related old lady. Right. Clearly, she. I mean, she owns an entire farm in order for her to swallow a horse, a cow, a dog, <laughs> a cat, a spider, a bird, all that stuff. I think she has more problems than just the farm. Yeah. Vor is that what that is? So with, speaking of all the D&D, are we going to have a D&D campaign soon? I hope so. I've had to spend the last <laughs> free time I had doing freelance work, uh, which is wrapped up now. So I should have more availability uh, in the near future. Awesome sauce. Keep an eye out for some things that are wrong themed campaign stuff, maybe in the works. Yeah, I, I have several, uh, I guess, like points or notes uh or beats there we go i have several beats that are specifically uh things i got wrong related uh that should be very funny and very entertaining well hopefully it'll come out sometime soon i'm super excited to jump into another session so and this episode will sure to be a winner because it is the 20 sorry the very 22nd episode ever and it is another round robin game uh, always a fun time, and we will start this game in this round with Stu. Awesome, thank you. So my round's topic is things you probably didn't know were poisonous. <laughs> 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 this is not out of my own meandering experience. Uh, this is <laughs> well-researched things. Uh, <laughs> why I picked this, I got no idea. After a week of trying a bunch of different stuff, I can verify... <laughs> <laughs> right. I have come to the conclusion that these six items are poisonous. Things you do not want to get wrong. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, question number one. Uh, each question will be worth two points. I have a general hint and then a further hint if needed. Uh, these should be fairly easy. First one to buzz in and get the right answer. Uh, you know, standard rules apply here. There's no half points, only two and one points. <laughs> I like how that's a rule now. It, it must be it specified be on Rotten Rotten Day. <laughs> Question number one. This animal's cousin is famous for being poisonous, but it turns out these creatures commonly poison dogs and other pets. Rachel? Mm. Rachel. Uh, frogs? Uh, close. Oh, that's a good guess. But not quite. Rachel? Ryan. <laughs> And specifically, like, the common toad. Like, just the one that everybody sees. Uh, they actually... 
but still. stepped on one in Oklahoma and it was awful. Oh, <laughs> it's not the full, uh, it's not the full psychedelic trip, uh, that some toads provide, uh, via Homer Simpson licking toads, but it is, um, <laughs> it is, it is like a, I don't know if it's a neurotoxin, but yeah, it is, uh, it is poisonous. Uh, if a dog comes up and licks it, then yeah, they generally have to be taken to the vet and they're sick for like three days or so. Uh, oh wow! It wow. can affect humans, but I mean, there's not really many cases of a human just picking up and leaking a toad. So. <laughs> Is it just like the the oil, like the glands on their skin? It's a, yeah, they secrete a mucus on their back okay. and stuff, and it's like it's very faint, you know, because. But yes, uh, so the common uh, commonplace toad is actually poisonous. Question number two: These beautiful and fragile creatures aren't necessarily poisonous, but become poisonous from eating only a specific plant for their diets. Oh, um, Rachel? It is not the koala, though that's a good guess. Rachel? Panda. It's not, the, it's not the panda. I'm on a totally different wavelength here. Can you repeat the question? Sure. These beautiful and fragile creatures aren't necessarily poisonous. Yeah. But become poisonous from eating only one specific plant for their diets. Ryan. Ryan. Is it butterfly? Uh, can you be a little more specific? Rachel. Monarch butterfly. Monarch butterfly is correct. <laughs> yes. It's literally the only one I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so two points to Ryan. Um, and then, so yeah, so they eat a plant called milkweed, uh, which is actually poisonous. Um, I didn't know that, but yeah um not it doesn't affect humans that much but uh animals distinctly are sick for quite some time uh, i think if they eat too many they do die um wow. i don't know I birds don't know. and stuff yeah eat I'm plenty not an of insect. <laughs> but yeah so uh monarch butterflies actually aren't poisonous but become poisonous just from eating milkweed uh which used to be far more prevalent in the midwest until a certain pesticide came around and wiped it out for having better corn Wow. It's not Roundup, no. It's, Monsanto? It's, it's, yeah, it's close to that, but. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, question number three. This wide-eyed mammal will take its time winning your heart over. But be careful, if you have a cat allergy, its saliva will kill you. Ryan. Ryan. An owl? Not quite. I said mammal. Well, I guess. Oh. Birds are mammals, Yeah. <laughs> Not a bat, no. Um, um, I can picture it in my mind. Can you vaguely draw it? Here we go again. <laughs> it's the one with, is it the one with the absolutely huge eyes? Like, from, <laughs> no, from Madagascar. It's like. It's easily. Uh, the marsupial. Associated with them. The place. It's a marsupial. Um, lemur? It's not a lemur, no. It's close it's, to that. It's though. in that family. I know it's what it is, family. and it's not a lemur that I t said, but I know what it is. So the, the second part of the question, or the second uh, hint, is that some people keep this primate as a pet. It is the only poisonous primate on the planet. Any guesses? primate. Um, I know what this is. I'm not going to get it, so this is very sad. Uh, man, I yeah, I don't have it. Okay. It's not the Sasquatch, no. <laughs> uh, it is the slow loris, which yeah. if you've ever seen one, is 
it looks a little bit like a lemur, but um, whoa, that thing's the first picture is very creepy. It's like on yeah, a staged white background. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. are. They are kind of creepy animals. Like they really are. Um, you know, they're not for everybody. Hence, the will take its time winning your heart over. Yeah. Um, but they, oddly enough, are completely poisonous. Uh, they're can it, yeah yeah can it crane its neck like 180 degrees. Yeah, the, these things are nuts. Um, and it's also the only poisonous primate on the planet. Um, it's, uh, it's saliva, much like cats, it's saliva will be, you know, like on it. Um, and apparently people that have cat allergies are extremely susceptible to the, uh, you know, I guess like the dander dash saliva dust of these things. Mm. Um, and it is, it is fatal. It will kill you. I would not want to see one of these things in the dark. No. (laughs) Uh, so no points given that round. Question number four. While large groups of this can be breathtakingly beautiful to an underwater viewer, even a small amount can release a deadly neurotoxin. It is not clownfish, no. Can you repeat the question? Yes. While large groups of this can be breathtakingly beautiful to an underwater viewer, even a small amount can release a deadly neurotoxin. Ryan. Ryan. Pufferfish? It's not pufferfish. Rachel. Uh, and may I rephrase Rachel. this? Rachel. These are jellyfish. It's not jellyfish, no. no. These aren't all animals. These are things you didn't know that were poisonous. Oh, Rachel. Rachel. Algae. No. Red algae, algae, specifically. No. It's not plankton. The second part of this question is, cases of this toxin are actually reported all over the U.S., even in places where there's no ocean nearby which is interesting. Uh, you might have to use that to piece together what this could hmm. be. Rachel? Could it... Rachel? Never mind, never mind. I'm backing out. Could it be shrimp? It's not shrimp, no. Uh, the answer is actually coral. Um, almost almost huh. all coral is poisonous, uh, but there's certain types that are extremely poisonous and have neurotoxins in them uh, that will you know, basically cause a uh, horrendous death if you get too much. Wow. I didn't see any of that in Finding Nemo. Yeah, right? Well, there's there's actually with um, <laughs> people that own saltwater tanks, it can be a serious problem that they'll go and they'll handle it uh, to put it in their tank at home, and then they end up, you know, being poisoned. Yeah, n- not necessarily dead. I mean, you, you get time to fix it, you know, to go to the hospital. But uh, yeah, I mean, there are reported cases of it. Alrighty, no points in that round. Uh, Question number five. The leaves of this common crop are poisonous. Uh, The rest is traditionally harvested and made in... Rachel. Potatoes! Boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew! It's not actually potatoes. (laughs) God (laughs) No, those are a family... uh, Those are a member of the Nightshade family, uh, which is poisonous, but... um, Aren't their leaves poisonous, too? They might be. I have to do more research on that, actually. <laughs> I could see it. The leaves of this common crop are poisonous. The rest is traditionally harvested and made into pies in the middle of summer. Ryan. It's not blueberries, no. Ryan. Ryan. Boysenberry? It's not boysenberry, no. Do you want to take another guess before I give the next one? Okay. It's rhubarb. It's... Hmm. Pink, pinkish, reddish, orange, depending on where you get it in color. Uh, and yeah, it's harvested around early, early July. Um, 
and it is the pies are delicious. It's a very unique taste, and uh, yeah, but don't eat the leaves because it is poisonous. They cause convulsions and comas. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, question number six. This plant bears sweet or tart small fruits by the bunches. But be warned, though, eating the leaves or bark of this plant will become fatal due to cyanide poisoning. Oh. Uh, this plant bears sweet or tart small fruits by the bunches. Be warned, though, eating the leaves or bark of this plant will be fatal due to cyanide. Ryan. Rach. Ryan. Cherries? It's cherries. Oh. Uh, yeah. Um, apparently, there's a compound in the bark or in the leaves that releases cyanide when you eat it. <laughs> the fruit's fine, um, but yeah, so don't. Right, exactly. Which is just interesting um, that all of those are, yeah, so close hmm. on that. Yeah. Also, interesting fact, uh, the fruits are not actually berries, but technically what's called droops, D-R-U-P-E-S, um, which is a type of fruit that has a skin surrounding a single seed, uh, which I thought that was very interesting because I never knew what cherries were considered. So huh. I think I think peaches and like other things like that fall into that category as well. Like avocado? Huh. Yeah, droop. Ooh, maybe. That's quite a coral. <laughs> You put it in the door in like one of those shelves. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Complete anarchy. You don't have a droop section in your fridge. <laughs> so that's two points to Ryan. Uh, and that actually ends the, the round of things you didn't know that were poisonous. Rachel holding down the fort. Rachel holding down the fort. I'll stay right there. It'll become my fort because everyone's left. Fort Rachel. <laughs> thinking smart Um, so actually this one I kind of I was having a lovely conversation with Ryan the other day and I stumbled upon a wonderful topic for a round topic of this round is fairy tale monsters and when did we talk about this (laughs) anyway so I've gone through and picked out six popular fairy tale monsters I have parsed through their most famous facts that have been consistent and made a single question that has all their facts. All of the facts that I have are the facts that are in the question. Because otherwise it gets too obscure and just too varied of this area thinks this and this area thinks that. Cool. Question number one. This Russian fairy tale monster was described as living in a forest in a hut on, ch- on chicken legs. Stu? Go ahead, Stu. Is this the Krampus? No, it is not. Okay. It's a German, yeah. It's German? Okay, I wasn't sure. I've seen this this before. (laughs) (laughs) Quite possibly, but there's no bear involved. (laughs) Uh, Can you repeat it one more time? This Russian fairy tale monster was described as living in the forest in a hut on chicken legs. I could provide some information based on my personal knowledge, but I'm not sure how widely accepted that particular piece is. It might. I'll, I'll Go ahead. Take a Ryan shot at extra Stu? clues. Yeah. yeah, I would need extra clues, to be honest. I'm not going to have anything else. Okay, this is the Baba Yaga. Oh, the Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga. 
The one clue I hesitated and didn't put in was the older woman who like lured children because that makes it very mm. obvious. Baba Ganoush? Baba Ganoush. Question number two. This fairy tale character from Germany appears around Christmas. So, that was equal buzzing. And yeah. we literally just said it. Ryan, Question you should just walkie talkie over to Rachel and say you can buzz in first with no latency. He's going to pound on the wall. <laughs> if you do it, I'm just going to ignore it. And even if you've also buzzed in, I'm just going to be waiting for other answers. There you go. Question number three. This creature from North and Central America is said to be bear-sized and leave its first victims, goats, drained Stu. of their blood. Go ahead, Stu. The chupacabra. That is correct. Uh, yep. Right, I was going to say, this. I actually wanted to do a round on cryptids, but this is this is satisfied that need for me. There is a heavy overlap between cryptids and mythic monsters. That's true. That's very true. So... Question number four. This being, out of Irish folklore, allegedly waits under the windowsills of houses where people are about to die and wails loudly. It is most well known for that whale. A whale, not a narwhal. (laughs) Not a leprechaun. (laughs) Question number five. Originating in Norway... This monster has gained fame from recent seafaring films. Ryan. Go ahead, Ryan. This is Loch Ness monster? That is incorrect. These seafaring What's... films include Clash of the Titans and the Pirates of the Caribbean. Stu. Go ahead, Stu. The Kraken. That is correct. Uh... I purposely left out the piece that said that it's squid shape, but... Yeah. <laughs> This last one is, I believe, to be the hardest one because it was the one that I had the tr- most trouble researching and finding, but I'm sure one of you can get it. In Algonquin folklore, this monster is a cannibalistic giant, the monstrous result of a person who has eaten human flesh. It is I not Sasquatch. Stew. Go ahead, Stew. Is this a Wendigo? That is correct, Stew. Yeah, that I love that shit. <laughs> I had no yes. idea. But <laughs> yeah, I'm not like super big into cryptids, but there's certain ones that I. It's yeah, the Native American folklore. Uh, it's all about Twin the- Peaks on and go find a Sasquatch. <laughs> <laughs> well, nice job, everyone. I think that brings us to halftime. All right. Well. This last one is my round, and uh, it might throw a wrench in things, but I think it'll be a good round. So I have a round I'm calling the top 10 of all time, and this will be a uh, round where everybody plays every question. So I have six categories from the top10s.com, which is a user-submitted site for the ranked top 10 list. We're going to go round table where each player guesses a name on the top 10 list of the category I provide. If somebody guesses wrong, they are out. The last player left will get two points. The second player will get one point. Uh, And if everybody is still in when all 10 are guessed, then everybody will get two points. 
Um, awesome. This is a user aggregated list, which can leave some room for debate. But to help that out, I went ahead and gave all of my answers blindly. So I basically guessed the top 10 for each of these. And for any answer that I had that was not on the list, I'm going to share with you before we start so that you know if something is not on the list uh, that I thought maybe should have been there. So it can help give you a little bit of a clue. So, uh, like I said, because this is user submitted, uh, you know, there, there is a little bit of, uh, you know, maybe not every answer is on the board as you think it should be, but like I said, I took the test, uh, and any of them that I guess that are not on there, I will reveal beforehand. So you have a little bit of a starting, a uh, little bit of a head start. So. As a template question, uh, we'll go through this. If the category is top 10 Mortal Kombat characters, <laughs> uh, <laughs> names that I guess that were not on the list would have been Goro, Shao Kahn, and Kano. So we'll say, uh, Rachel, if you were to start, what would be your first <laughs> guess for a top 10 Mortal Kombat characters? You created this question specifically so you could ask me one i don't know any of the names thank you <laughs> all right so you're out so Stu's left <laughs> sub-zero sub-zero is on the board at number two so basically yeah so basically whoever's not whoever finishes first is gets two points second place gets one point third place gets zero uh, if two or more people are still in when all 10 are answered, uh, then all of those players will get two. First question is top 10 video game characters of all time. Uh, and I will say that I guessed Link and there are no Legend of Zelda characters. What? Uh, I guess Nathan Drake and I guess Kratos and none of them are on the board. So starting with stew i mean i'll take the obvious one mario mario is on the board at number one uh pikachu is on the board at number eight rachel sonic sonic is on the board with number two stew again pac-man uh pac-man is not on the board are you kidding me not on the board uh donkey kong is also not on the board uh rachel can you guess one more um I, I can have I have it in my mind. Uh-huh. Can you can vaguely you draw, draw it? Shut up. <laughs> um is it that um <laughs> No, it's the it's the it's like the weasel thing that you like, Ryan. It's the um <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Um <laughs> it's um yeah, I'm not going to be able to figure out that. Uh, Crash Bandicoot is also not on the list. The so, uh, I love it. So I think how we're going to do this, if people get out, so since Rachel also guessed we're tied, uh, I'm going to give both a point. So they didn't make it to the top, but they tied with the same number of guesses. You, so, can, you, can you tell me what that top 10 list is, yes, please? Yes, I will. So user submitted... And user top 10 video game characters of all time Mario, Sonic, Kirby, Master Chief, Luigi, Solid Snake, Yoshi, Pikachu, Samus, and Bowser. It's pretty good. That's basically your Super Smash Brothers list. Right. That's what I was trying to pick off of. But 
Wait, no. I'm Stu Matt. also Stu Stu got yeah. one. Oh, sweet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, All participation right. trophy. Well, again, like I said, I, I was a little afraid this game might break the game, but I think that works. I didn't envision the fact that everybody would lose, but I'll have the same number <laughs> of guesses in. <laughs> so that works. All right. Round number two. Top 10 authors in all of history. I will tell you, uh, again, these are user submitted. I will tell you guesses that I put that were wrong. They were Neil Gaiman, George Orwell, and Ernest Hemingway. Not on the top 10. So, Rachel. Um, Tolkien. Tolkien is on the list, number two. Uh, Stu. Stephen King. Stephen King is on the list, number one. William Shakespeare is not on the list. That was my second guess. I'm so glad I did not take that. I don't think he it would be considered a proper author. He is a playwright. People, so so he didn't actually write his things down. People would transcribe them from the plays, and then oh they would publish God. them himself. So there's actually a lot of different versions. Give me a second. Um, um, Although Shakespeare did really surprise me when I heard it, but yeah. Um, uh, give me Maybe a second. Answer. Let me think. Uh, uh, J.K. Rowling. J.K. Rowling is on the list, the number you, four. You took my backup. <laughs> Quit stealing my choices, Rachel. Stu, I need an answer. I don't have anything. Um, Stephen King, Tolkien, and Rowling on the board. Right. And I know that... There are more books than those three authors. So you said that Hemingway wasn't on the list, right? Hemingway was not. George Orwell was not. And Neil Gaiman was not. I know this is not. I mean, because this is, I guess, kind of poetry. Fuck. Uh, Edgar Allan Poe? Edgar Allan Poe is on the list. Oh, wow. <laughs> Bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to throw him back at me. Um, <laughs> who Rachel. wrote Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry Finn? I can't remember. Who wrote The Great Gatsby? I can't remember. Um, oh, wait, let me think. I'll put I you got on the clock. This. No, I'm not on the clock. We're not getting paid for any of this. I know. <laughs> Just that sweet, sweet exposure. All those internet points and kale. <laughs> God, I don't want kale. Um, it's... um. Um, Victor, um, Victor, he wrote Les Mis. His first name is Victor. Victor Hugo is not on the list. Okay. Stu, do you have one more answer to win it? Uh, I don't know the first name, but the guy who wrote The Great Gatsby, Fitzgerald. Uh, F. Scott Fitzgerald is also not on the list. Okay. Couldn't remember Huckleberry Finn and Tom Sawyer. Mm. That would be Mark Mark Twain. Twain. And he's on the list, isn't he? Yes, he is. All right. So (laughs) one point to Rachel and one point to Stu. Uh, The top 10 authors in history goes, again, according to the top10s.com, goes Stephen King, J.R.R. Tolkien, Charles Dickens, J.K. Rowling, uh, number five is Fyodor Dostoevsky. Oh, Dostoevsky, War and Peace. Uh-huh. Number six, Edgar Allan Poe. Seven, Mark Twain. Eight, Dr. Seuss. Nine, Ronald Dahl. And ten, C.S. Lewis. Oh, C.S. Yeah. Lewis. 
little Dean Kuntz or whatever. (laughs) Question number three, the top 10 Pixar movies. Uh, And the ones I put on that were not on the list, uh, there are no Cars movies from the entire series. Thank God, right. And there's no Coco. Okay. So, Toy Story. Uh, Rachel. The Incredibles. The Incredibles. Well, that's one and two. Uh, still. Wally. Wally, number six. Finding Nemo, number three. Rachel. Up. Up is number four. Back to Stu. Are there, or right, hang on. Are there like sequels or is it like the series? Each individual <laughs> movies. No series. Series don't count. Oh, okay. Well, then Toy Story 2. <laughs> yes, Toy Story 2. Uh,. Toy Story 3. God. Uh, to Rachel. Secret Life of Pets. Not that was, The that was Secret not Life to- of Pets. Yeah, I know. I don't know what other movies there are from Pixar. Not a Pixar one. This is going to go back to Stu. Finding Dory. Not Finding Dory. What? All right. Monsters, Inc. Nice. Yes. Nice. Was Brave on the list? Uh, Brave was not on the list. Okay. Brave is Disney. Brave is fantastic. Well, it's I think Disney Pixar. Produ- I, oh, oh, wait, I thought no, no, they were. I think right, it right. is Pixar. I actually can't remember. Uh, you, got Mon- you guys did really well on that one. It was Toy Story, The Incredibles, Finding Nemo, Up, Monsters, Inc., WALL-E, Toy Story 3, Toy Story 2, Inside Out, and Ratatouille. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Those are great. All right, round number four. Top 10 Batman villains. And I'll tell you, Poison Ivy is not on the list. So, Rachel, top 10 Batman villains. Joker. Joker, yes, sorry. Joker, number one. Uh, Stu. Uh, Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze is number nine. Two-Face, number five. Back to Rachel. Scarecrow. Scarecrow is number four. To stew. Penguin. Penguin is number seven. Bane is number two. Back to Rachel. Rhino. Say that again. Rhino. That's, that's a Spider-Man. No, that's it's a Spider-Man guy. Crap. Ah. Rhino is not on the list. Ah, oh, you're right. Uh, stew. Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn, yes, number 10. Oh, I've got one now. All right. So, yeah, that's going to be two points to stew there. Wait, because I don't I have to answer another right one? Well, you guessed Harley Quinn, so you, that was your third correct answer. Oh, okay. Everyone gotcha. else got out at two. Okay. So well, Catwoman is also one. But... That's Catwoman. Yeah. Was Raza Ghoul? Raza Ghoul. Uh, Catwoman. The other, the only. The only other one you missed was uh, Jim Carrey himself as the Riddler. <laughs> so that's going to be two points because Stu got th- into the third round. So basically every three. This Sweet. is the part of the game I didn't think about. <laughs> I like this, though. I l- points galore. All right. That basically topped out the list. But top 10 Batman villains were Joker, Bane, Riddler, Scare- Scareface, Scarecrow, Scare- Two-Face. <laughs> Raza Ghoul, Penguin, Catwoman, Mr. Freeze, and Harley Quinn. All right. Question 
number five. This would be the top 10 greatest athletes in history. So they should mostly all be gettable. Uh, I will tell you, though, this was... There's a lot of wrong ones. Uh, the names not on the list are Serena Williams, Tiger Woods, Bobby Orr, LeBron James, Cristiano Ronaldo, and Tony Hawk. Wow. Michael Jordan is number one. Uh, Rachel. Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps is on the list at number five. Uh, Stu. Uh, Usain Bolt. Usain Bolt is on the list at number six. Babe Ruth is on the list. Damn it. Four. Rachel. Just because I have to, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Way to stay true. <laughs> Kareem is not the Kareem of the list. Of course he isn't. He is not on the list. Um, Stu. Uh... <laughs> Dallas is on the list. Shaq? Shaq is not on the list. So that's going to be... Tom Brady is not on the list. And at one point that makes me mildly was, happy. Do and Rachel. Was Erlacher on the list? Uh, Erlacher is not on the list either. So the top 10 list, user submitted, Michael Jordan, Muhammad Ali, oh. Wayne Gretzky, Babe oh. Ruth, uh, Michael Phelps, Usain Bolt. This is where it's going to get a little weird. Jim Thorpe, which is a uh, very old football player. Bo Jackson, which is a very old football player. Pele, famous soccer player. And Roger Federer. All right. Question number six. Last question of the game. I need you to tell me the top 10 Nickelodeon shows. Oh my God. Uh, and I would. I will tell you, probably revealing uh, my era of watching, but there is no Rocket Power, there is no All That, no Double Dare, and no Keenan and Kel. Wow. Uh, Stu. SpongeBob. Yes, SpongeBob at number one. Brandon Stimpy is not on the list. Uh, Rachel. Fairly Odd Parents. Fairly Odd Parents is on the list at number five. Stu. Danny Phantom. Danny Phantom is on the list. Uh, Rachel. Um, gosh. Cool. Great. Right, I know. I just blanked at everything, too. <laughs> um, um, Ben 10. That's not Cartoon Network. Oh, it's ben on Ben 10 is not on the list. I don't know. I didn't have cable growing up. Two points to stew. Beginning second round, uh, one point to Rachel. The top 10 Nickelodeon shows of all time are SpongeBob SquarePants, Avatar The Last Airbender, yeah. oh. Drake and Josh, The Rugrats, The Fairly Odd Parents, Invader Zim, Hey Arnold, Danny Phantom, The Adventures of Jimmy Neutron, and iCarly. Awesome. <laughs> All shit that is still on my television uh, at night <laughs> when my wife and I are just hanging out before bed. Remember that? I mean, or a cat dog? Although I was ticked that dog. Rocket Power wasn't on the list. Rocket I'm, Power yeah, was gold. Rocket Power is pretty good. All right. So that is the end of the game. Uh, I certainly left myself in the dust being the last question there. But the score is Rachel with five and a crazy swinging game. Stu taking it oh, home. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. 
<laughs> SpongeBob saving the day. Man, sweet. Hey, that is the end of the game. Congrats again, Stu. Thank you. Uh, each episode, a couple of us will give a movie, a game, an experience, something cool like that that we recommend that everybody check out. And today, Stu has a pick. That I do. Uh, so mine is a movie, uh, and it's one of my favorite movies of all time. It is a Hayao Miyazaki Studio Ghibli movie, Ooh. and it oh, is yay. Howl's Moving Castle. I uh, love It's my favorite movie. It's my favorite Ghibli movie <laughs> of all time. It is so stinking good. Uh, it is, it's hard to describe. Um, it follows around a wizard. You can vaguely uh, draw it if you'd like. I can vaguely draw it, right. <laughs> um, it follows the, I guess, uh, a small story around a wizard named Howell and a woman named Sophie, uh, that they eventually fall in love, uh, with each other and kind of just exploring, uh, I guess what the, that, that world is about it's, it's very hard to describe a miyazaki movie right. uh, but regardless uh if you haven't seen it definitely go see it the score and soundtrack is beautiful it's my favorite of all the miyazaki films uh and just the scenery is fantastic too like everything in that movie is a picture and it's beautiful so go check out howl's moving castle uh the hayao miyazaki studio ghibli film absolutely I highly recommend are they do you know if they're available on any services so no. actually no and this is what's interesting about it so studio ghibli used to be owned by disney um but i think three years ago they sold uh the rights of studio ghibli over to a company called g kids uh which g kids is re-releasing all the movies in you know the world uh, basically mm-hmm. which is why you now actually see hayao miyazaki films coming out in theaters uh for like rewatching and things like that is because g kids owns the rights and so now they actually are going out and showing those again um disney, disney did own ghibli yeah oh yeah really yeah uh disney did all the disney fronted the cost for all the voice uh translations and voiceovers and so that's why it was so well done is because disney had their hands on it um if I recall, Christian Bale. Yes, Christian. Um, Christian Bale is Howell. Voice acting. Yeah, Billy, right. Yeah, Billy Crystal is uh, Calcifer in the movie I'm talking about, uh, which is one of the characters, and it's awesome. But, okay, I yeah, am Disney, seeing. Yeah, I was seeing that Disney distributed them internationally into America. I guess yes, they distributed them, but they right. owned the rights or the licensing to right. them in North America and had strict control over it. Interesting. Um, yeah, and. Yeah, like Rachel said, like um, Christian Bale did a lot of voice acting. Mm-hmm. Shia LaBeouf did some voice acting. Um, it's it's all really good. Yes, actual cannibal uh, time traveler, time traveler Shia LaBeouf, <laughs> who translates a movie. Uh, I think he was born in like eighty five, uh, and he translates a movie that came out in eighty four. <laughs> <laughs> uh, supposedly, uh, Miyazaki is working on. I don't know if it's like one, one final movie. Yeah. He, he's yeah, been he's, saying that for years yeah but i think i do believe that this is actually the final one he's kind of getting up there uh yeah. in age and stuff but yeah he's wor- yeah he's he's coming out of retirement one last time for the last yeah what, yeah what will be one of the last if not the last uh actual ghibli film yeah. which maybe ghibli uh a lot of the editors and 
animators and everything left Ghibli to go to a studio called Studio Pontiac, uh, which is basically the spiritual successor uh, sequel to Studio Ghibli. And I don't know if this next one is coming out mm. of Ghibli or if it's coming out of Studio Pontiac. But right. Interesting. Pontiac. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know uh, there's also the theme park or like the attraction now in, yeah. I believe, Tokyo that is supposed to be amazing. I would love to go see it. It is, kind yeah. Of, yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. See that movie if you haven't seen it yet. And pretty much any Miyazaki movie. Right. Although I know I'm woefully behind on some of the... You know, anything that isn't one of the top few. And Rachel's mostly helped me see those. So, But they're You fantastic. hadn't seen Spirited Away yet when I met you. I hadn't oh, seen man. Spirited Away And that's yet. like the top one. Yeah. My... It yeah. is. That one's really yeah, good, too. It's a good one. My wife and I have a comprehensive list of everything that is Ghibli, and we are trying to get through all of it. Uh, I think we're only missing three in total. Which ones are you missing? Nice. Do you know? Uh, I'd have to look at the list. Because um, we've even seen some of the more obscure ones, like Whisper of the Heart and The Cat Returns. Uh, I've seen those. Like that. My yeah. brother bought a set and has all of them. Nice. Okay. I don't know where he found it, but he has a set with every single one. And some of them are kind of weird, but yeah, <laughs> I really like Porco Rosso, which is a weird one, but mm -hmm. I do really like it. Um, yeah. Tales of Earthsea. Uh, that was actually directed by uh, Miyazaki's son. Um, and then and there's then, like, Nausicaa's good. Na Nausicaa is like second on my list. And then obviously things of like uh, Castle in the Sky and um, Princess Mononoke and things. But regardless, go see a Gil go see a Ghibli film if you haven't seen them. But specifically, go see Howl's Moving Castle. Definitely, uh, Rachel, you have a pick. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and recommend a video game. It is a 20 and 2014 video game, but I have a very specific reason why I want to recommend it. So I'm going to recommend Dragon Age Inquisition. But there's a very specific reason why I want to because you played hundreds of hours. Well, beyond that, this week it's that. <laughs> It's that there don't exist many comprehensive video games that are open to people who are not experienced playing. For example, myself, I didn't grow up playing video games, so I don't have like the same kind of abilities as most people do. And so most big fantasy story games, which is the only kind of game I really want to play, are far beyond what I can do and have fun with. But the way that um, Bioware has designed the Dragon Age games is that they are open to that level and are able to scale up to being really hard games, but also are able to be really open to a beginner. And that's really why I would like to recommend it. It's, it's really amazing. There isn't really, from the research I've done, another game out there that does it like that. Yeah, that's a great point. It being a, I guess it would be considered an isometric top down so like a third person kind of top down which oh there are a handful of especially that sort of dungeon crawler high fantasy sort of game there are some of that instance but yeah it has a good a really seamless button layout sort of combat is automatic so where you sort of just run and engage and then you can change things as you're doing it but you don't have to like parry and spar the same way you have to do with certain other games um and you can do that, like, as you get, like, levels and difficulty. Right. But it is built so somebody who is brand new can do it versus something like, I don't know, maybe um, 
maybe one of the Nathan Drake games. Yeah, the Uncharted or the new Assassin's Creed or something like that. Or even though those are third par- or third person, require a lot more dexterity and time. Um, yeah, like more you know exact button pressing and stuff like that. That's a really good point. Uh, and aside from that, it also is beautiful and has a great story and is very good game. Yeah. And I'm on my second playthrough, and yes, I have put hundreds of hours into it. Watching you play it made me interested in it again, because I, I think I picked it up, but I don't typically play those big single-player games much, but I knew it had a good story, and I kind of put it down, and seeing you play it has actually made me invested in the story. Um, yeah, that's a really good point. I like the, It is very common for AAA games to be Call of Duty or Halo or shooters, or God of War or Uncharted or something like that, which all require a lot more finesse in the buttons. And there are very few AAA games that deserve the public attention that could also be easily handled by, yeah, by somebody who's maybe a little less familiar with controls or maybe a little more intimidated by a you know daunting controller or full mouse and keyboard support or something like that. Absolutely. I mean, there's definitely a fear of like, if you would like to get into it as somebody who's new is, do I just have to go back to children's games Yeah, and do it that way? And then the idea of having to do that just says, okay, I just won't do it at all. I've been fine without it. Yeah, that's awesome. And yeah, Inquisition will, Dragon Age Inquisition will take up Probably, uh, what, what do you think a normal playthrough to the end would be? 60 hours without yeah, sidestepping 50. a whole lot? 50. I'm at 69 and I'm at the end and I've been sidestepping. Yeah. Maybe l- less than 50, probably around 40 actually. Because yeah. I've been doing a lot of side missions and stuff. That plus a couple expansions. And then a Dragon Age 4 is probably two to th- two years away, maybe three years away. That's awesome. Uh, and if you're listening at home and you have a pick you think listeners would enjoy uh, and get into, you can uh, email them at things I got wrong at gmail.com. Also, if you have a trivia idea of some sort, send it there. Uh, you can also check out the Instagram page at things I got wrong. Uh, say hello. A few of us are on there or we're all kind of on there periodically. Uh, you can find the website at things I got wrong.com. Check out past episodes, show notes and more. The next episode will come out mid-July around the 15th, so stay tuned to that. And until then, we will see you later. Bye, everybody. Bye.